Hello, everybody. Welcome to Twin Talk. I'm here again with my sister, Joy. So today, we're really, really excited because we are going to discuss the book, Junk Gypsy. And it's by Amy and Jolie Sykes, and they wrote it in 2016. It's a really cool cover. We really like the cover on it. But um, I just want to read a little bit off the back of it, just to give you a little bit of their history of the Sykes sisters. So Jolie and Amy Sykes are the Junk Gypsy sisters with an addiction to flea markets, wanderlust, and Americana-inspired design. In their world, cowgirls are heroes, road trips last forever, and junk is treasured. Born and raised in a small town, Texas, they graduated from Texas A&M University, but soon after realized the nine-to-five life was not for them. With only $2,000 in an old pickup truck, the Sykes sisters and their mom went on to launch the wildly successful Junk Gypsy brand, curating and designing everything from clothing to housewares for their flagship store in Round Top, Texas, population 90. And they had become the stars of two hit TV shows on HGTV in Great American Country. Now, I will say this. We're behind the time a little bit here since this was written in 2016. So, you know, those the shows on HGTV, they, they were they were several years ago. Joy, here's my memory. Back when they first became popular, I guess. I remember you calling me one day and you were just talking about the Junk Gypsies and how you love their merchandise. And uh, do you remember that? No, I feel like I've been following their brand for years. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember how I discovered them. I Here's my best guess is I was probably watching like HGTV or something. And they probably did a special about junk gypsies. From the beginning, I was hooked. I was fascinated by their style, not just like how they dress. And, you know, they're from Texas and country girls like us, you know, and all that. I feel like we're country girls. I don't know. But I was just impressed with everything from their how they decorated their homes to what they sold in their store. And I've just been a big fan ever since. I just remember you talking about the website and you're like, hey, just go to the website. And immediately I was hooked because their style, I love, I love their style. Mm -hmm. So and all their website the website uh, is really cool. Gypsyville.com. Yes, yes. And now some of it's a little out there. It's probably more than what I would have the courage to wear. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of it is kind of has a costumey feel, you know, they have like the big top hats or lots and lots of jewelry. But I think that's just, you know, advertising. I think that's just uh, aesthetics. You know, I'm not sure that I would actually dress with all of it. The general style I love. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, they are sisters and they what's really cool is they both had college degrees I believe from A&M and Amy was in law school and Jolie was an academic advisor and they both just were not happy with their jobs. In the book, Amy mentions that she's like, I'm probably the only person on earth that has a mother that didn't get upset when I told her I no longer wanted to be in law school, that I wanted to do something else. And her mom was like, okay, you know, whatever, whatever. I think that's one of the things about their story that I admire the most. They kind of have done what, I'm guessing thousands and thousands of women have wanted to do. We just didn't have the courage. How many times have we talked about quote unquote nine to five jobs? And man, we wish we could just go across the country and antiquing and have our own little store. I don't know. How many times have we had conversations about just wanting to get out of the day to day? I know I mentioned this a lot. I love teaching, but I always feel like I'm trapped in that one room all day. And I'm like, ooh, wouldn't it be cool to actually get to go outside and... <laughs> Yes. I don't, you know what I mean? I just feel, 
I like I like the job. I like the kids. I like the people I work with. But sometimes I feel kind of trapped because you're stuck in one room all day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that they said in their book was mom was junkie when junkie wasn't cool. So they I love grew up. that. I love that. So they talk about how junk it runs in their blood. They also mentioned that when they would go back to school shopping, they didn't go to the mall. I said they went to secondhand thrift stores. I just thought that was really cool because several times I've told my daughter, like when we go shopping for her back to school clothes and all that, I'm like, Cambry, why do you want to dress like everybody else? I said, like, why don't you just kind of create your own style and do your own thing? But she's not really for it, but I would love it just for her to have her own style. I was just going to read that one little, what they said about that. They said, our new school clothes shopping trips entailed going to all of our favorite resale shops, finding things we never knew we needed. For us, the fun and mystery of shopping at a thrift store far outweighed the humdrum predictability of the shopping mall. I thought that was really cool because I'm kind of that way too. Like we have a friend from high school and she, this is years ago, but she said, she said she started going to re, like resale shops, thrift stores for clothes, for secondhand clothes. And she said she got addicted to it. And I was, mm -hmm. I was thinking, really? But now that I go, it is so true because you don't get the cookie cutter. You, find, you real find more unique stuff. stuff. Right. Yes. I've also talked about, I love both of their style, don't get me wrong, but um, Amy, I love the way she dresses, like denim jeans and cowboy boots, and of course, they, they both do, they both wear jeans and boots, And but Amy will wear, like, she'll take, like, old band jackets or military style jackets. Or military style jackets, who would have ever thought to mix that with blue jeans, you know? Yeah, and she looks great. And like these jeans that she has on in the cover, if you get a chance to look at them, Joy, but I'm already looking at them going, I want those. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what's funny is her hair too. It's wild and kind of frizzy and everywhere. And I love it. Yeah. I love her hair. I like both of their hair, but I, I can't have long hair like Jolie, Perfect. I don't think, because it looks horrible. But it's for those who aren't familiar with the junk gypsies, the sisters. So the things that here's just a few things that they love faded jeans cowboy boots, denim, chunky jewelry, turquoise, band, military jackets, and they love fringe. Now, how many of those things do you love? All the thumbs up. Uh, fringe, if it's not overdone. I mean, if it's hanging down to the floor. But yeah, yeah. I, have, I have a purse with fringe on it, and I love it. Yeah, so Corby and I were at Prairie Grove a few weeks ago, and we went to a couple of antique stores, and there was one of them, there was a little um, boutique inside the uh, store. And she had all this Western type stuff and she had purses with fringe on them. And Joy, I was like dying. They were beautiful. Oh, really? but, I, but I was thinking, you know, I have no social life. I have nowhere to carry that purse. <laughs> and it was like $150 for this purse, but I loved that purse. And I was like, if I had money and I had a life, I would carry stuff like that. Well, you but, could, if you go to Round Top with Jeff and me, you can bring that a purse like that there while we're shopping. Okay, cool. And there's a story in there. I don't hope we have time, but in, there's a story in there. So there's a girl that works for them that Amy met in a blues bar. And mm -hmm. the way they met was Amy was going up this old stairs in this two-story blues bar. This girl was in the bar and she's seen her carrying this most, she said it was the most beautiful fringe purse she'd ever seen. And she follows in, her into the bathroom and says, I hope you don't think I'm weird, but I love your bag. And where is this Archie? Archie, yeah. Yeah. So she, yeah. I remember the story. It was funny. So they develop a friendship, <laughs> a old bathroom French purse deal, and then uh, Archie ends up working for them.
Okay, so anyway, I, I do like these girls. They're both very spunky. They're not afraid of anything. They're very hands-on. They'll do anything. They'll build stuff. They'll make stuff. I mean, Amy even uh, was driving by one day, and she saw this old little abandoned house out in the middle of who knows where and decided she wanted to, to just bring it back to her land and live in it. And so she so they moved a house. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's just a, a picture of kind of how these girls live. They're really not afraid of a challenge. Right off the bat, I feel like they're brave. They take chances that most people wouldn't take. And it's paid off pretty big for them, you know. The back book, it talks about how, what a process this book was and how much labor went into it, how labor intensive it was. If, if you flip through this book, you'll understand why. I mean, it's just full of just beautiful pictures. Let's talk about the book. I think you and I both agree how visually appealing it is. Isn't it just one of those books? Oh, it's one of my favorite books as far as like a, I call them picture books. I know it's a book book, but it's not like a coffee table book or whatever. But yeah, it's one of my favorite books as far as just sitting through there and flipping through the pages. Uh, to me, it kind of is a coffee table book. It's not really, I mean, I know it's not made to be a coffee table book, but you mm, can it could be. Yeah, you're right. You could leave it sitting out and people would literally pick it up and probably just sit there and look through it. But anyway, it's full of beautiful photographs. How would you describe their style? I just think it's um, Western meets funky meets glam. Actually, if you'll notice, uh, they'll have chandeliers sometimes in their photo shoots and fur coats and stuff you wouldn't think would really mix with like Western. You know, to me, it's kind yeah. of Western glam, but edgy, funky, yeah. I don't know. It's all this mixture that makes it unique, you know? One place in the book is they were talking about how a lot of their style was bohemian. You love the bohemian look. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love Americana. I was going to read this real quick. This page uh, is on page 136 in the book. It talks about Americana and what, and I was thinking, what is Americana, right? And why do I like it so much? And this kind of explains it. Americana is one of our favorite ways to decorate. We love oak glory and all things starry and striped, but Americana is more than red, white, and blue. It's evocative and nostalgic. Red tufted Chesterfields, marching band hats with fluffy feathery red plumes, vintage band jackets, and gold chandeliers. If it speaks to your sense of history and makes you feel like singing, this land is your land, then that's Americana. I thought that and was You a are good... very Americana. Yeah. You'll yeah. buy stuff that about George Washington or you'll pick up something that has Ben Franklin on him that I never would have thought to pick up. But then I'm like, oh, that is cool. To do with our military history or maps or uh, the Revolutionary War. Yeah. Or any of our founding fathers. Yes. Yeah. I want it. Okay, so the book itself is divided into three sections. And I got to be honest with you here, maybe it's just me, but to me, the book was a little bit all over the place. And so it's divided into three sections called The Road, The Flea Market, and Home. They'll talk about, they just talk about everything under the sun. You know, I just, it, it didn't really have a good flow for me, but it doesn't matter because it's mostly pictures and it's mostly just the story of their lives. So it doesn't really matter, but. Oh, and I wanted to read one more thing. I know, I know I'm reading a lot, but it's just really good. So they talk about Round Top, Texas, and how it's a population of 90. But I just wanted to read kind of what happens in Round Top, Texas every year. Okay, so it says, after almost 15 years of crisscrossing the country, our journey kept leading us back to Round Top, Texas, population 90. As they say, you can't take the, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. So Round Top is where we belong. It's where we decided our gypsy souls could settle down. In Round Top, they say there's a certain magic that weaves its way through your heart. 
and we believe it's true. You feel it, whether you're passing through for the day or staying a few nights. There's a sweet enchantment atop the pastures in the early morning as the cows graze and a thick sparkle in the stars at night as the coyotes howl. There are more trees than parking spaces and more pastures than asphalt. Things are still done on a handshake. There's one stoplight and thousands of blue bonnets. You can still buy on credit on the local mercantile and your mail finds its way to you even if the sender forgot to put the street address. But twice a year, the tiny town of Round Top, Texas explodes into the largest flea market in the nation. Over that week, this sleepy little town transforms from population 90 to more than 150,000. Texas Antiques Week, mm-hmm. known designers far and wide, the flea market capital of the universe, the Super Bowl of junk, the biannual migration to the cow pastures of Round Top is like Christmas morning to us. The sights, the sounds, the characters, the energy. It is the lightning in a bottle, alive and full of dynamic magnetic energy. We heard legends and lore of Texas Antiques Week, but we never imagined the true mother load junk mecca that awaited us there. Yeah, and like I said, my husband and I told him, hey, because, you know, we were doing this podcast, and uh, I asked him if he'd be our chauffeur if we wanted to go to Round Top, and he said yes. But I've watched a few videos before I called you today, and it does look a little overwhelming to go during uh because there are so many people and they said there's yeah. no way you can see it all but i still want to go so i think over our spring break that we're going to try to go down there so i hope you can come with us you and cambry for sure that's awesome so is that is that actually texas antiques week when well you're gonna go? okay so here's the deal texas antique week antiques week falls like the week after my spring break so okay. i just can't take up the, off that much time from work but it's called blue hill and okay. I guess it's near Round Top, but it's also, it's going on that week before too. And I looked at some videos and it's amazing and it looks awesome. I think it's called Blue Hill. It's nine or 10 miles outside of Round Top. So I thought I could do is just hit what is going on, even though okay. it's a week early. And then it, of course I want to go to like, Junk Gypsy in, in, in Round Top to their actual store. It sounds like there's always something going on down there. That's what I was going to say. Um, even if okay, there's so- not a lot going on, I would just en- enjoy the journey. <laughs> right, right. That was too cliche. The thing I wanted to add really was that some of the highlights of their career includes like revamping or doing Airstream. Airstream, uh, what are those called, Joy? Airstreams, um, yeah. It's Airstream. the brand of the trailer. And did I ever tell you that I look, started looking for Airstreams after I saw the ones they had redone? They are so stinking expensive. I never dreamed. Even for a used old beat up one, they were asking like, 80,000, 90,000. Oh, so I was like, wow. never mind, because I wanted to revamp an Airstream, you know, like, but a vintage Airstream, even before it's been redone, or maybe things have changed because this was years ago. But yeah. I was in shock at the prices. And I was like, well, never mind. I don't think I'll be doing an Airstream or redecorating or repurposing or whatever it's called. Now, what's really cool, though, is they did design an Airstream for Dirk Spentley. So I don't go to concerts, but I've been to two. And one was Keith Urban, and the other one was Dark Spentley. And I love, love, love Dark Spentley. And they also did Miranda Lambert's. They designed and helped with Miranda Lambert's wedding to Blake Shelton. They did Sadie Robertson's Sweet Sixteen party. Who's with? Oh, Duck- the Duck Dynasty girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Who, who? By the way, I know this is off topic, but I would like for us to do a podcast on her book that I read. 
Oh yeah, Cambry and I are, we've been reading it slowly over the last okay. few months. Yeah, it's really good. And I think it'd be worthy to do a podcast over it. I want to mention that when they did Dark Bentley's Airstream, they did the image of a Thunderbird on his back, curtains on it. And, mm. and he said they didn't know it, but it actually had meaning to him because his dad had been part of a civic group that did uh, lots of stuff for charities called the Thunderbirds or something oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. I, didn't, hey, I don't remember so that. I was just going to ask you if there's anything else you want to add. So, yeah, last summer I got to go to Nicaragua on a mission trip with some kids from where I teach and some teachers and stuff. But anyway, on our way back through Texas, because we drove to Dallas to the airport, and um, they're like, we got to go to Bucky's. Well, I've never been to a Bucky's. I always hear everybody talking about Bucky's this and Bucky's that. Have you been to a Bucky's? I was at a, a mechanic shop, and there was a lady in there. She starts telling me that I need to go to Bucky's. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Well, I have kids at school with these Bucky shirts on with the beaver. And I'm like, what, what? And then they're like, you've never been to a Bucky's? No, I've never been to one. On our way down and on the way back, we got to go to a Bucky's. Well, guess what? One little area was like Pioneer Woman, like her products, kind of like Walmart. And I love Pioneer Woman, don't get me wrong, but Junk Gypsy, sorry, Trump's Pioneer Woman. <laughs> oh. They had another little section, Angie. I died. I almost screamed out loud with just Junk Gypsy stuff in it. I didn't have a lot of money on me because all of that, you know, I was saving for Nicaragua. Can yeah. you see that? What is it? So it's a, you oh. hang it from your car, like a little, like a little is air, it fre- it's an air freshener for a car. Oh, it's, oh, okay, so cool. here's the deal. We don't have time to get into it, but I teach a whole unit because I'm a Spanish teacher over this, uh, it's called the Virgin of Guadalupe. It's a miracle that happened in Mexico oh, City. This is the image. I was going to say, you asked me what I like about Junk Gypsy. That's another thing. I feel like they kind of put some Western Mexican type stuff, like Virgin of Guadalupe, Donkeys, Burroughs. Okay, here's my other thing I bought at Bucky's. Well, where's mine? I think I feel so bad. Angie, I was so low on cash. I should have totally <laughs> got you one. I'll get you one for your birthday. So okay. it's a little bag. And I've just got like my um, fingernail polish stuff in there now, but yeah. Now I feel bad because I didn't get you one. Sorry. Hey, one thing I want to mention is they have the most awesome t-shirts. You know, they didn't have Junk Gypsy t-shirts. At the one I was at, they just some cups and thermoses, the air freshener thingies, the little bags. I think they had some purses, but there wasn't a huge selection. If they had yeah. a Junk Gypsy t-shirt, I would have bought one. But I don't remember seeing any Junk Gypsy t-shirts. So The only other thing I wanted to add just real quick was they said that Okay, so they say the flea market world, it has its ebbs and flows as, as to whether they're making money or not. And they said it all depends on the weather, gas prices, and whether it's an election year. Oh, and I thought that was, wow, that's that interesting. Was, that was interesting. Okay, so how many Jack Gypsies do you give the book? So I haven't read the book in years, but I got to give it five Jack Gypsies because I love their style. I love their story. I love how brave. I'm just, I'm so happy that someone actually succeeded buying and selling yeah. junk. I mean, it's not really junk anymore. It's some nice, nice stuff. Would you like to meet them if you had the opportunity? Yeah, but I feel like I would <laughs> get nervous and say something really stupid. I know they're just people. They're just people. And you know what I really like? Because it's that picture. Their, their dad. Old country boy. Yes. He's helped him make stuff. He's been there. He reminds me of our dad a little bit. The only difference is this guy can sew. Uh, I don't know what the show was called, but they were okay. making something and he was in there sewing. 
<laughs> I don't, we can't see our dad sewing. I can't either. So if Amy and Jolie can do it, then Angie and Joy can do it. Right? Yeah, and I told Angie I had this epiphany. I literally could not sleep the other night. And I was thinking about this podcast and I was putting together the PowerPoint. And I was like, hey, Angie and Joy, Amy and Jolie, we're like their soul sisters or something. So yeah, it was stupid, but it just came to me. A and J, it's meant to be. We got to we gotta meet them someday. Uh, if we do end up getting to go to Texas Antiques Week or into Round Top, Texas, I hope that we do get to run into them maybe and at least get to see them in person. And, yeah, uh, so that would be that would be really cool. I don't know if I would have the nerve to go up and ask for a picture because they probably get that all the time. I, and I just get sick of it. So I think I just like. I have to say, one of my pet peeves is when people rush up to people who are famous and want their picture and their autograph father. Now, if it's a session where they're purposely there for that, that's mm-hmm. different. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to bother someone just in there when they're out, you know, in their day to day life. I don't life. think we're really supposed to put people on a pedestal either, you know? I mean, we can admire them. Like, we admire these women yeah, big time. We admire them. And, man, I'm, I, I'm blown away by their success and their style and what all they've accomplished. But humans aren't meant to be worshipped or put on a pedestal, you know? And I think it's okay. Like you said, if it's meant for that, yeah, it's a meet and greet. Yeah, I get your picture. The man just, you, they're out there yeah. eating at a restaurant or something. And somebody says, oh, can I have my, your picture? Can we have our picture made? I just, I just feel like that's rude and inappropriate. Even though they're a celebrity. That's just my personal opinion. This was a fun one. I really, really enjoyed talking about So We definitely recommend that you get the book. Junk Gypsy, if nothing else, just to look at the pictures. They are fabulous. It was a very, very well done book. All right, guys. Well, we really do thank you for joining us and spending some time with us today. And we will see you next time on Twin Twin Talk. Talk.